0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mac together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Uh, our women are number 10 in the world. Top 10 go to the Olympic Games. It's one of the oldest team sports, huge in Eastern Europe, Europe, and of course the United States. Lovely. It would be great if we could get a women's team to the Olympics in Paris in 224. And our under-18s just recently finished eighth. Now, one of the initiatives from uh, New Zealand Water Polo was to bring the top 48 men together and the top 48 women in the country and use a draft system and split them up into four sort of regional teams and establish a Premier League. Now, the finals were held yesterday at the Millennium Institute of Sport. I was lucky enough to go along and watch Again, just blown away by the physicality, man. It is tough. It is tough. But in a funny kind of way, I think it endears itself to the New Zealand psyche. It's basically a game of rugby underwater is one way of describing it. It's a combination, too, of football, basketball. Um, You've got zone defence. You've got press defence. Um, you play the sort of the perimeter, you've got the backcourt, if we can use those analogies. So I thought we'd just do a little bit on it this hour. So we've got Fabian Van Roy, who is originally from the Netherlands, who's a hell of a player in his own right. He was coaching one of these sides over the weekend. These days, he's the National Events Manager for New Zealand Water Polo. He joins us. Fabian, good evening. Welcome.
0: Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Ben. How are you guys doing
1: tonight? Good. Is it as brutal as I just made it out to be? Because I don't want to turn people off. I'm wanting people, encouraging people to play. <laughs>
0: um it, it can be quite brutal i think uh it's uh well as you've seen it a lot of uh, action actually, actually it takes part under the water uh referees standing on the side of the pool don't always have vision on what's going on underwater and definitely can't call for what they think they know is going on they need to be able to see it so it can be quite brutal uh at a senior uh, competitive level uh, less so obviously for the yeah. for the younger ages
1: yeah, the, the um, and they have the thing called the exclusions where you get twenty five seconds or twenty seconds in the naughty chair, which means that you're down a player. So it's equivalent to the yellow card. But a lot of that stuff is happening off the ball.
0: Yeah, a lot of it uh, happens off the ball, like you say. That's the reason why we've got two referees involved in the game. One of the referees will will be watching the front court. One of them will be watching the back court and the, and the trailing players. So, Ensure that uh, as much as possible of the action is being caught, and and if anything happens on, uh, in terms of uh, uh, illegal holding, uh, impeding, or uh, uh, a play that's too physical, you know that often gets followed up with uh, with a 20-second exclusion for a def- for a defending player.
1: Mm. What, what does impress me though, Fabian, is for everything that does go in in the pool, and sometimes you know there's, there's not quite that level of intensity, there's not quite as much niggle, but I love the fact when the game's over, everybody just shakes hands, it's left 100% in the pool there's no carryover, and everyone just gets on with it and there's nothing but respect, it's a bit like sort of what you see sometimes in boxing sometimes it can be a bit of bravado before the fight but very much after it, it's just respect for getting out there and having been part of it
0: I think it's the way it should be you know, we, uh, we encourage our players to be tough, to be physically tough but once we get out of the pool it needs to be over and done with, um I, New Zealand is too small a country to be carrying grudges and, and often players will have grown up with with the players that they play against. So it you know, it just it, it eliminates any of that sort of uh carryover outside the, the field of play mm-hmm. and after the games. It's, it's all left out there in the court usually.
1: Now part of the I mean there's lots of different things that go on in water polo, there's a national club competition. What is the Idea behind this Premier League? What was the idea of bringing these forty-eight top players together?
0: Well, we originally originally started this off in twenty twenty after COVID, and uh, the reason behind organising something like this is to give our, as you said, at the top our top athletes a great opportunity of competing against each other in a different uh, circumstance, or with different teammates that you've known and grown up playing against, but now actually have to play. With, um, and it's a it's, it's a it's a way for our national team coaches of the various youth, junior, and senior programs to be able to select uh, players into the squad. So there will be maybe twenty or so players that haven't uh, previously been in any of those squads that have gotten an opportunity to be able to play themselves into uh, you know potentially a squad uh, being a squad member yeah. going forward.
1: And so, how did you determine uh, the four teams?
0: Four teams were determined by the national team coaches, uh, Angie Winstanley Smith on the women's side, and Matt Claridge on the men's side, have uh, uh, gotten together and es- essentially assigned these teams based on uh, rankings that we've given players that have applied for these uh, these uh, positions, or these teams for playing and being part of this competition. So these two uh, national team coaches have, with the help of their assistants and and the youth and junior uh, uh, national team coaches to be able to determine, which player would go where?
1: Yeah, and, and in terms of the coaching appointments for each team,
0: coaching appointments very similar. Um, these have also also been coaches that have applied for being part of the larger uh, coaching pool, if you will, uh, for New Zealand waterpolo that want to develop themselves and uh, wish in uh, in the future to be part of a national team so, uh, going overseas mm-hmm. to play in tournament.
1: Yeah, um. Yeah, and so, Fabian, yesterday we ended up having um, the bronze medal game and then we had the gold medal game for both the men's and women's. What, what were the results?
0: Yeah. So the results were uh, the women ended up, uh, the Albatross team uh, ended up winning the women's competition and the men's Albatross team ended up uh, winning the men's competition, I think. Uh, the women's competition was extremely close. It could have gone either, uh, either way for any of the games. Um, Those teams were incredibly evenly matched and evenly balanced. And it speaks to the incredible work that has been put in uh, over the last six, seven years by Angie and Stanley Smith, the women's national team coach. I think she's done a fantastic job. The men's program is uh, in more of a um, a rejuvenating phase and a a reorganizational phase where we're working with a a lot of young talent coming forward. Uh, and going through and, and uh, the men's programs essentially at, at the start of, of a route versus 2028 and, uh, and hopefully uh, you know, an, Olympic, uh, an Olympic qualification as such.
1: Mm, yeah, now just talk a little bit about that because their senior women's team has had a very good result at the World Championships, 10th, but you know it could have easily also been a top eight finish. What did they need to do to get to Paris
0: I think they're extremely close. Um, if you're looking at the the technicality and the improvement in the of the technical aspect of our women compared to let's say some of the European powerhouses, of course there's a there is a gap, but the gap is uh, has gotten so much smaller uh, in recent times that 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 hard work is really showing off now, and we're getting so much closer to beating these top sides and and and, and competing with them. Rather than trailing, you know, at halftime by ten, fifteen goals, like we would have been doing ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think we're getting incredibly close. You know, the the the, the issue is not being able to compete against uh, other international teams, whereas a European powerhouse would be able to drive across the border in three, four hours and be playing mm-hmm. against a different country uh, on the weekends. You know, obviously that's that's something that that we struggle with here, and COVID certainly has, hasn't helped with it. Um, in saying that. We did, like you said, extremely well at the World Championships for the women. And it's, it's
1: really looking good. Uh, Fabian, when you look at the style of play, look, in rugby, there's that sort of northern hemisphere style where they tend to play a little bit more of a 10-man game, a little bit more forward-orientated, look to slow things down. The southern hemisphere, we play a lot more expansively. Is, are there different styles in water polo? Is there one part of the world that plays differently from others? Well,
0: it's, uh, it's interesting... Um, Actually, it's an interesting concept. There is definitely a different style for, for us uh, in New Zealand. We really have to um, be as fit as possible and as quickly as quick as possible in the pool. I think that's one of our strengths and something that we can really build on and, and compete with the other teams. And but you're looking at some of the European uh, uh, countries who would come in: uh, Hungarians, Serbians, Croatians are the men, uh, who you know are all fielding players that are six foot five, six foot six, and weigh two hundred and fifty pounds um it's 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 a different game uh you know the way new zealand excels with rugby is the way these countries excel in, in water polo. it's a real physical style of play that that is very difficult to compete with at a men's level uh, mm. for us and you're looking at the japanese for example they've got a completely different opinion about this they realized we don't have men growing six foot five six foot six 250 pounds so we therefore need to adjust Find a different playing style when they play a very fast game. So it's definitely a regional uh, aspect to, to the style of players
1: being played. And we've got a number of athletes too, don't we, these days that are taking the opportunities and going on scholarships in the States. And um, what a lot of people won't be aware of is that we actually did have New a New Zealander 2 win a bronze medal last year at the Olympics in water polo, Rebecca Parks.
0: Fantastic achievement by, by Bex. And, and, she's, um, and who is she playing for? Know, just one of the, just one of- uh, she's gone back to Hungary. She played in, in in Greece last time, and she's so she's she's got a Hungarian passport, right? She's playing for Hungary, the country, and now she's playing back in Hungary uh, for one of her club teams as well. She played in Greece last year, uh, and and has gone back after years in Hungary, and has now gone back to Hungary to play club there
1: again. But it must it must give you some confidence, though, that a, a girl out of New Zealand, okay, she might be playing for Hungary, she might be tapping into their resource, but it does just show that we are capable.
0: Look, we've got we've got all all the physical traits here, um, and the physical uh, capabilities of of being able to to compete with these countries, uh, provided we get the right opportunity in terms of access to pool space, and uh, and coaches. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it's really promising. It's great to see this, and it's a great example, uh, and, uh, you know, to show our, our players. Hey, look, you put in the hard work, we can get there. We will get there. Mm. Uh, put your head down, keep working, and we're going to be in that spot one day.
1: Well, Fabian Van Roy, lovely to have you on the programme tonight. Thank you.
0: No problems at all,
1: Mark. There you go, Fabian Van Roy from New Zealand Water Polo reflecting on um, the premier competition that they had over the weekend. The